Hi, Namaste, Assalamualaikum, everyone. This is Misba Kadri. I welcome you to episode one of Epic Brands: Getting Well Versed with the Business of Startups by Startup Talkie. Today, I have with me Mr. Anand Kurma, who is the CEO and co-founder of Well Versed. Launched in 2019, Well Versed is a startup that aims to fundamentally transform nutrition and the way people consume food. Hi Anand. So Anand is a very interesting name. Uh, could you just tell us a little bit more about what Anand means? I mean, this is the first time I have come across uh, a very unique name like this. So could you tell us more? So actually, you know, uh, I come from a slightly poetic lineage, and my mom she is very particular about uh, you know what she reads, the kind of programs she watches, and all that stuff. so actually there is a very interesting story behind the name because you know according to whatever hindu traditions there are you know you get a letter by which you should name the child and stuff like that mm. so the letter that i got was l and my mom thought that you know most of the names prevalent with the letter l they were slightly old school <laughs> okay know? so mm. so 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 uh, and you know my elder brother he he's named manan so she thought of this word it's a sanskrit word and you know it comes from if you have heard dash anand you know 10 okay. faces jo uh, uh, you know is is uh, the name for ravan mm mm-hmm. right so that's where the name comes from and that's how she named me yeah okay very interesting uh, so if you were to define anand kurma in just one line how would you do that i'll have to uh, give you a slight context before i say that one line i would say sure uh, so so you know i'm famous for two things i'm famous for reciting a lot of poetry uh, i do a lot of urdu shayari and i'm uh, you know infamous for telling truth uh, you know on the face of people so uh, if i have to say one line hmm. which people used to describe me is ke shayar to wo acha hai magar badnam bahut hai <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> that's very lovely <laughs> so uh, that's very interesting uh, and your brand wellvost does it have a very similar kind of interesting story behind the name and how would you define wellvost also so you know when uh, we were thinking about wellvost so it has been a very very long journey and you know in our minds i would say wellvost as a concept has existed in my mind since early i would say 2000 even so w- what i have uh, kind of learned is that humans are capable capable of living up to let's say 120 years of age right that's called the hayflix limit right right and most of us uh, stop living after when we are 65 or 70 because you know we succumb to different diseases or lifestyle choices and things like that and why uh, i am very passionate about wellvest is because wellvest is a mindset wellvest is about understanding core nuances or thinking patterns that either help you live a better life or you know they deteriorate your life so wellvest as a concept started by you know we wanted to create a platform like skillshare where we wanted to create micro wellness skills and you know train people in the art of wellness but eventually what we realized that people don't have tangible tools to you know maximize their wellness and that's when we started creating tangible tools and brands and things like that so so yeah so brand has an interesting story and but the core thought process remains the same that you have to address the mindset of the person and most of the people when i tell them you know you can live up to 120 years of age even you know right now you'll also be thinking ke 80 ke baad to kya hi hai ab you know that you know we will will just succumb <laughs> to disease will just succumb to age but but that doesn't have to be until the time we don't believe that we can't do that and this is what wellness is about okay wow 
I would love to live uh, till 120, even if you know I'm just on the last leg of my. <laughs> <laughs> and a great healthy life is uh, is a you know great option. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about your business model in general? How do you work? I mean, you've told me the sense of the business, and what is the model that you work on? So right now, right now, you know, we are a Thrasio kind of a model, but slightly different in the sense that we are very narrowly focused on wellness brands only. So we identify wellness brands early in their lifestyle journey. You know, let's say when they are at a revenue of four to five lakhs per month. So we identify them at that stage and we hyper accelerate them on e-commerce channels, you know. So we have deep excellence in selling across the 25 major e-commerce channels in India, whether it's Amazon, Flipkart, Zepto, Instamart, whatever, right? So the aim is to identify the right founders, building the right wellness brands with the right intent and hyper accelerating them and eventually, you know, investing in some of these brands and acquiring some of these brands to build a portfolio of brands that eventually impact human wellness. So that's what the model is here. Okay. All right. So then uh, you would have uh, some idea, I mean, some comment you would have on the kind of VC culture that we're seeing. In the recent times, we've seen a great growth of startups in India, particularly. So it's a very conducive environment for uh, new entrepreneurs. So do you think you have a comment on, you know, VC funded versus a bootstrapped sort of a, you know, setup? So would you have a comment on that? So I think the environment that we live in, VC funding has now become indispensable in a certain sense because, you know, uh, there's so much noise, there's so much chatter out there that you have to have the funds to survive certain blunders that you'll make or, you know, the experimentations that you will do. Uh, So I'm not saying that bootstrap cannot be done. It obviously can be done. But I don't think, uh, you know, rigid uh, adherence to saying that, you know, bootstrap is is better versus VC funding, that that is not the case. Obviously, if you can do bootstrap and you have been able to do that, that's well and good. But the kind of, if you want to systematically build a company, I think VC funding has now become indispensable in a certain sense. And VCs don't just bring in, uh, you know, let's say the funds or, or the capital, but they also bring in years of experience. They, are, they have seen, you know, several brands, not just in terms of the brands that they've invested in, but also, you know, the brands that they have profiled. So there's a very deep understanding of the landscape of how things are evolving, what has worked, what hasn't worked. So that kind of knowledge or, you know, skill set that is also indispensable. So... Obviously, I have deep regards and deep respect for people who have done things in a bootstrap manner. And we ourselves, you know, were bootstrapped for a very, very long time. And we very strongly believe in a frugal culture. You know, we don't overspend on uh, useless things which are not required and stuff like that. But VC funding has a specific use because you have to... Uh, so so typically, you know, what happens with brands? Let's say you are building a brand for collagen, right? So once hmm. you penetrate a certain size of the market you know you'll have network effects which smaller brands cannot compete with right so in order to achieve those network effects very very fast you need access to that capital if you are able to do that via debt via revenue based financing via your you know tapping your (laughs) parents or whatever so you can do that but access to capital is important this is what my point is correct okay and in this entire scheme do you think startup india an initiative by the government do you think that has played a role that has, you know, sort of helped the environment in any way? So I think the sentiment is appreciable and, you know, coming from a slightly, I would say, an archaic structure like the government of India 
the sentiment is very very appreciable but i think they could have addressed a lot more issues you know that will help entrepreneurs on a day to day basis so just to give you an example that you know our gst structure that is very very complicated so even hmm. though you know we talk about centralization of gst we talk about simplification of tax filing and all that but actually on the ground level that is not the case so right now you know since we are accelerating 30 brands which are you know being delivered across 28 states just to you know uh, manage the gst filings we have a two people team to manage the gst filing so the gst structure is not that simple so i would i would say if the government has wants to do anything government they should solve these simple things for starters because this is what i think takes away our time and you know this is why international brands are doing better because they have a lot more time to focus on the core problems rather than you know things like filing accounts and hmm. what not correct okay so uh, talking about how there's an archaic system and how we are stepping into a more futuristic tone uh, what are your views on you know uh, aspects like virtualization or convergence and cloud nfts and how is that going to impact your business and the d2c space how do you see that panning out so i think uh, from the trend that we have seen in the last decade what we see is that non essential interactions will go digital right and yeah. people do want interactions so digital is a substitute for non essential interaction so typically what we are now witnessing in the ecosystem not just in the ecosystem but as humanity as a whole if you are creating an offline event or if you are creating uh, an opportunity for an offline interaction it has to be really really great it has to stand out you know earlier what used to happen that people used to meet for uh, le- let's say average uh, uh, stuff as well right but that's yeah. not the case right now so if you are creating a really really great experience then people go for offline interaction and for everything else digital is there so i think it's the question is not whether it's important or not the question is it's inevitable and how do we survive as a brand or as a company in in this new reality so nfts are the new reality you know people would want to people now associate uh, if we talk about instagram people now associate a lot more value to their instagram profiles than they uh, associate to themselves even right so i think nfts uh, people creating their own nfts their old own digital footprint that is inevitable and that's going to happen and the question is only that how do we survive in this new reality right okay so you have sort of addressed the next point that i was going to touch upon that abane wale waqt mein there's so much uh, importance on social trends and influence endorsements so how do you think a brand uh, taking up an influencer or a brand ambassador or you know just to be a part of the social trends is that something feasible and is that something that brands should adopt so actually you know we are now coming uh, we are completing a full, full circle as a society so what's happening is let's say imagine the era prior to digital media right people used to rely hmm. a lot more on trust and what other people say about other brands right obviously the product value proposition has to be there the product has to be great the supply chain has to be there all all those functional things have to be there but given two products who have met the functional need and the supply chain and everything else uh brand building then you know in the past relied on word of mouth and you know trust and things like that now we we are completing a complete circle where we had all these technologies you know we had performance marketing we had uh you know digital campaigns we we, we show ads to people and all that stuff but people are coming back to the fundamentals where you know they they want to listen and hear to people who have actually used the product 
whether uh, those videos are created by paid influencers or actual consumers that is besides the point right but the core mm-hmm. emotion remains the same where people want to you know listen to other people who look and feel similar to them who have similar aspirations talk about the product and how it helped them so i think creators economy has uh, I, i don't have the numbers right now but we have a dedicated team for uh, you know working with creators economy and we work dedicatedly with influencer clouds actor clouds and stuff like that so i think it's a big part of brand building these days even more important than performance marketing so most of the content that we do for performance marketing gets created by influencers and we don't create that content by hiring agencies who do very plastic you know very perfect content so we want to have imperfect people uh creating the content imperfectly which which feels very organic to you know uh, consumers right i i would tend to agree because i myself follow a lot of influencers and there are endless products right from skin to healthcare to you know sports everything that i've bought just because of following a lot of influencers online talking about influencers how has it uh, you know working been working with an ambassador or cricket legend like yuvraj singh if you could share something with our listeners so you know there's a very interesting story behind that uh, so yuvraj was a customer of the company first before even uh, you know uh, me and he interacted and uh, you know there was some common connection who was visiting his home and they saw the products lying there and i think that's how they made the connection and yuvraj is very very passionate about you know the core mission that we have which is maximizing wellness because he has been through that journey i think he was one of the first persons who started using gadgets to monitor his muscle movements and you know how his muscle responds to various stresses and stuff like that so he's very innovative in that sense and uh, you know typically even large scale influencers that we have worked with i, I won't say they are that innovative so i think uh, the peculiar thing about yuvraj is that he has a very very unique perspective of how he sees the world and you know he invested in a company called holo suit very early on in their inception journey because he saw that you know eventually you know playing cricket or developing cricketing skill will eventually move to augmented reality and that company is now doing very great and you know i think all most of the major cricketers miss that wave and stuff like that so i think uh, coming back to the point working with him is a pleasant surprise because i hadn't anticipated that he could add this value to the team of that unique perspective and you know he helps us reset our you know world view in a in a in a certain sense so i think in that sense is really really great uh, and obviously like uh, the expertise come uh, the core nutrition wellness expertise comes from the team that we have built so so i think it's a great synergy lovely okay so uh, you mentioned about yuvraj investing in different you know brands and believing and using the brands before you know signing up uh, as a consumer he's first used it and then moved on to investing it you have been uh, with a couple of brands you've worked yourself with one mg you've been with satviko you've even started handshore and fine superfoods so uh, how you know you've had a lot of uh, uh, this aspect of discipline imbibed because this particular field when you're investing when you're yourself into sports when you're into wellness there's this major uh, aspect of discipline at the core so how do you bring in discipline into your personal and professional life how do you draw a line or are you like really tough on yourself do you have like a regime that you follow if you could just share that with us please so i think overall uh, bringing discipline or you know creating a routine it's a complicated process i want for every person who has arrived at a routine 
there are several factors at play you know including your environment including your preferences and all that so that comes into play but if i were to boil this down into fundamental tenets right i think the first thing is what people don't realize boredom is the core tenet of building discipline right and people obviously don't think in these terms because boredom is not something that is talked about by our parents or our school uh, teachers or anyone else not the education system right but i think boredom is the most important aspect of life why people are unhealthy today or why they want to eat a lot you know uh, a lot of it has to do with boredom right uh, why they prefer certain things over other what their user patterns are are driven by boredom right and discipline essentially comes from embracing boredom and you know not thinking of it as something that's not good or that's bothering you right so i think once you start uh, on the journey of embracing boredom that, that that's the first step right second is if you are very very clear about the broad direction that you want to go towards so anyone in life cannot have the exact gps coordinates of where they want to be you cannot say hey, uh, you know i want to earn 1 billion dollars and then then that that will be great thing that that's not how it works but you probably understand the broad things that you shouldn't be doing uh, you know if you identify that negative list of things that you shouldn't be doing i think that that's that's helpful and the third thing i would say is associating with people that you really want to be with so for for me my uh, you know day starts at 8:30 in the morning and what drives me every day is you know the desire to meet the people i work with and and i look forward to that so i think these are the three tenets that help build discipline yeah i completely agree mai mai khud ek guilty hu is cheez ke liye ki mai kafi boredom mein aake mai kafi ice cream ya chocolates kuch bhi kha leti hu and i'm sure hamare listeners bhi is baat se agree karenge उट another thing people would say about me is that if i believe in something i'll do that uh, so i don't have you know how this aggregated is values versus virtues values are things you believe in virtues are that uh, things that you you know execute on a daily basis so for me i think my mom was a big influence to start with mujhe like ab tak ek incident yaad hai where she told me something about resilience uh, you know and she gave a very good example she she said that you know a person should be like a plant in the rain forest to maine pucha bhai ye kya hai matlab kya matlab hai iska to unhone bola ke rain forest mein jo vegetation hoti hai if it gets trampled by people of or if it's it get cuts off even if one leaf is surviving that entire vegetation will grow back again and you know this is how a person should be like no matter aapke sath kitna bura hua hai so don't indulge in self pity and you know things like that so you have to grow back that is the only thing that you have to focus on so i think experiences like these and uh, uh, you know uh, my father was kya usko bolte hain bachpan mein you know he was one of the most mischievous guys in his class and but he used to do a lot of inventions so ke you know calcium carbide se bombs bana diye you know stuff like that so so uh, and he ended up being a chemistry professor and you know uh, and a great one at that so unna bachpan se hame bahut kuch 
सिखाया ऑफ हाउ टू बी इनोवेटिव एंड हैव फन एट द सेम टाइम सो आई थिंक जिस एक चीज़ ने मुझे बचपन से इन्फ्लुएंस किया दैट इज अगर आप कुछ कर रहे हो और उसमें एंटरटेनमेंट नहीं है तो फिर कोई फायदा नहीं है मतलब फिर मत ही करो यार बिकॉज टिपिकली पीपल्स है कि यू नो अब हम डिसिप्लिन में हैं अब हम डिसिप्लिन में नहीं है बींग इन डिसिप्लिन डज नॉट मीन कि आपको मजा नहीं आ रहा अगर आपको मजा नहीं आ रहा तो डिसिप्लिन कभी आएगा भी नहीं जब डिसिप्लिन में मजा आने लग जाएगा Wow yes that's a right combination a blend of uh, being grounded and at the same time aiming high like you said and your mother's Correct. words i think will uh, tomorrow is mother's day and uh, i think this will be a great tribute to her uh moving on to the next question is that i wanted to know if you you think you have achieved what you had set out for like you said you've always wanted to you know achieve big and you've dreamt big and you've had discipline as a part of your life so you must have like a dream pehle se and do you think now you've reached a stage where you've achieved what you wanted or is it like a work in progress so now i think i have reached a stage jisko bol sakte hain ki abhi rocket launch pad pe aaya hai and you know uh, my dream is to create a wellness city where everything pertaining to human interaction with the environment is taken care of what i believe with wellness is ki wellness ke liye effort nahi karna chahiye wellness should be the birth right of every person living on earth right but with the air that we breathe the water that we drink the food that we have you know and the kind of desires that we are driven by usse a ek certain degree of contamination ho raha not just mental health pe physical health pe to ho hi raha obviously mental health pe bhi ho raha and you know what i believe in is ke is issue ko agar core se address karna to systematically address uh, you know systematically usko address karna padega and i think the holy grail of what i am trying to build is a city where if a person enters the wall of that city unki wellness is taken care of so you can go about you know living your life but everything in the background there's a team in the background working on each and every aspect of wellness from the food that you intake to the social interactions you have to the kind of air that you breathe in and stuff like that so in that sense i think we are very very far away from uh, what we want to achieve but uh, rocket launch pad pe aa chuka hai and you know uh, it it's soon going to be launched then lovely um rocket launch pad se mujhe ye sawal aa raha hai ki usually kafi matlab jaise aapka dream tha and you you have a dream ke abhi ek wellness city ho you know like everybody sabki life ka ek aspect ban jaye and uh, wellness should not be a separate portion but a part of ordinary regular routine life so similarly right. i mean there are others who have such dreams you know kai startups khulte hain there was a recent study that 90% startups you know they tend to fail in the first 5 years of inception so what would you right. say is the reason you know kyunki dreams sabke hote hain kai log thoda efforts bhi dalte hain but it doesn't materialize for everyone so where are people going wrong or what is the one thing that you would like to comment on that so ek bari nasruddin shah ko kisi ne pucha ke should i become an actor or should i not become an actor kya mujhe effort bhi lagana chahiye given ke you know only 1% of the people who uh, want to become an actor become uh, or become successful to nasruddin shah ne bola ke if you would rather die than act ke agar aap act nahi kare to aap mar jaoge to only you should do that right so i think there is a certain degree of hunger that people have that determines the success so company is not about ki maine ek idea banaya tha wo chala ya nahi chala the company is about the broad direction or the broad change that you want to bring in the society ek idea nahi chala to kya hua kya wo broad change aa gaya ya nahi aa gaya that is what uh, you know determines the success of the company and that is driven by 
how committed the founders are to to that direction so typically people talk about aapka vision kya hai and you know they uh, try to articulate the vision very precisely to vision ko bhi precise nahi ho sakta vision can be a broad direction ke yaar hame hame ye chahiye ke wellness ke liye effort na karna pade matlab this is this is what we are driven by to agar ek brand nahi chalega to dusra chalega otherwise hum karenge kya matlab we we don't have anything else to do this is what we'll do so uh, mm-hmm. you know not succeeding is not an option for us uh, and i think typically people jinke startups band ho jate hain they have founded the companies or the startups for uh, you know very different reasons ke yaar chalo funds ud jayenge ya you know uh, uh, paisa paisa chahiye whatever stuff like that right okay so that's some words of wisdom uh, you mentioned nasruddin shah so i'm moving on to my next question which is who is your favorite i mean if you have like a favorite band or an artist or an actor and why so uh, i i think there are, there there are two entities one is beatles because i understand their back story very very well and uh, it will be very surprising that i'm quoting beatles mere uh, one of the favorite bands but i don't particularly would say ke unke songs are the best songs but why i appreciate them is for their group dynamic and the kind of culture that they created within themselves so a lot of people what they don't know about the beatles is that before becoming popular uh, you know so beatles became popular in the uk right but uk mein unko pehle koi sunta nahi tha and you know they went to germany aur germany mein kisi bar ne uh, they allowed them you know ke yaar tum free mein baja lo paisa waisa to hum tumhe de nahi sakte to tum free mein baja lo aur they used to play from you know 11 in the night to 6 am in the morning every day for 3 years and that level of discipline and dedication and group dynamic is what made them great and eventually you know popular that is one second would be ar rahman because i think a single person cracking the code of what people like and you know understanding of the audience and meeting their needs so i think i think these are the two bands yeah. great great choices beatles and ar rahman in fact just today i was reading ar rahman is like the highest uh, you know listeners na volume of listeners on spotify i think in the world so that's a great choice um i want to know how do you like to unwind after a tough day at work because you mentioned a lot of things about work and discipline and all of that so how do you unwind there must be something that you do on the lighter side so typically you know the culture that we have at wellwest is you know uh, we stay back after office and we hang out with uh, our colleagues because typically hamare liye jo bolte hain you know work life balance work is integral part of our life and all of us are so we are 120 people uh, you know in the company right now and we are very very highly integrated in the terms that uh, we are very very careful about selecting who we uh, allow to enter the company so we have a specific interview round which we call the culture fit round and each and every person in the company is trained to do that culture fit round and the point of that culture fit round is that you know after the end of a hard day and obviously like building a business is very hard and you know surviving in this competitive world is very very hard and after those hard days you want to have that sense of belonging you want to belong somewhere and that is why you know we stay back we hang out with people and that is why we are very very selective with you know allowing certain people into the company things like that. so so that is one started that but also like i am into arts you know i write a lot of uh, poetry and uh, i'm trained in classical music so i i, I do practice that and things like that yeah oh lovely classical music uh so uh one proverb that you think you know you, that you would swear by and you know you would say ki ye ek mantra hai life mantra hai to what would that be 
सो आई थिंक बींग शायर ऐसे तो बहुत सारे शेर हैं एंड बहुत सारे प्रोवर्ब्स कोट्स एंड थिंग्स लाइक दैट बट यू नो समथिंग दैट आई मैंशन अर्लियर विच आई लिव बाइज अगर आपको जर्नी में मजा नहीं आ रहा तो देन नथिंग इज वर्थ बिल्डिंग बिकॉज जर्नी इज वॉट लाइफ इज ऐसा नहीं है कि चालीस साल पे जाके आपको सडनली कुछ हो जाएगा और मजा आने लगेगा तो जर्नी का मजा होना चाहिए एंड आई थिंक दी प्रोवर्ब आई लिव बाय इज ऑल्सो अ शेयर विच इज डेडिकेटेड टू दिस वेरी थॉट एंड इट गोज लाइक तुझे पाने की कोशिश में कुछ इतना खो चुका हूं मैं तुझे पाने की कोशिश में कुछ इतना खो चुका हूं मैं कि तू मिल भी अगर जाए तो अब मिलने का गम होगा you know words of wisdom anything that you want to leave the listeners new age entrepreneurs people who are just starting off in their journeys kuch aise sir you know words agar aap share kare jo sabko yaad reh jaye jaise share share aapne kiya hai to that will be great so i think uh, the biggest mistake that we make in life or obviously like i have made it till i was 25 now i'm 35 years old and you know till i was 25 i made this mistake of lying to myself and people talk about ethics morality lying not lying stuff like that that doesn't matter as uh, you know jab tak aap external world ke liye kar rahe ho wo itni badi problem nahi hai but people judge you on external things right but jo aap internally bol rahe ho apne aap ko that matters a lot and we try to tell ourselves a lot of lies and that is where uh, most sources of frictions lie and we don't understand that till it's very very late we lose people you know we uh, we make mistakes we are indecisive all because we are lying to ourselves so i i think that would be one thing i would want the listeners to think about lovely it was such a wonderful interaction anand bahut maza aaya and uh, you know you are our first guest on this epic brand show and this will forever remain memorable for us thank you so much for joining us it was a great thanks conversation so thank yeah. you thanks a lot yeah thanks thanks for having me bye bye i hope you all enjoyed the show as much as i did please tune in the next time and we'll have someone equally fantastic on the podcast